0: that the trinity is not actually in existence and blah 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 what have you. it is i think when you read the council of um, sorry the cottage of nisia also it it has the the the, the history the cottage of of nisia it has the history over there now it was a battle between athanasius and arius now athanasius stood and defended the trinity and from ever since the the prevalence of the doctrine of the trinity was established it has been established from things even till now but then something mysterious happened at arius or arius or how do we even call him arius let me see arius okay after they discussed the issue and they debated arius was arrested because he was preaching or he was teaching heresies He was arrested. He was actually arrested. It's not in our days that people are free to do anything they like. No, Arius was arrested because he was speaking against the Trinity and what he was teaching was an error. So he was arrested. Now something happened. According to history, Arius had his own way and he broke bounds. He did prison break. (laughs) He did prison break and he left prison to come back and teach That false doctrine again to come back and come and teach his heresies again and so athanasius heard that arius has left prisons and he was coming to teach again and listen to the prayer that athanasius prayed athanasius prayed unto god that god if arius will come here (laughs) and come and teach his doctrine and come and deceive people, then don't let me be a witness of it, but rather take me away. But then if it is against your will, and if it is that what Arius will be doing, which is like he preaching or teaching the false doctrine, will tarnish the image of God and send people astray, then God shouldn't let Arius see the break of day and guess what when arius was on his way to go and teach he died and he didn't see the following day so you see that the battles as are then was battles of doctrines they were they were doctrinal battles it's not in our days, it's not in our days that people are just doing anything, anyhow. No, this the, the, it, it was battles of doctrines, and history has it, it or time permit me to go through all those things, but it was battles of doctrine. So we need the teachers to safeguard some of these things, and that was what Apollos was doing, even in Acts chapter 18, verse 28. He was teaching them he was letting the Jews know the old testament and the new testament showing them that indeed jesus christ was the messiah that they spoke about and it was massive and great now the third function the third function hey we have more to go oh god may you help us <laughs> the third function of the teaching ministry i i i i i see is that it comes to address confusions and misunderstandings among the other ministries it comes to address the confusions and misunderstandings among the other ministries so let me give a scenario let me give a scenario now um, a prophet may say or let's say there can be a group of people of which one is an apostle, one is an evangelist, one is a prophet, one is a pastor, then one is a teacher. Now, let's say there is a need. Let's say they all want to achieve the great commission. OK, they all want to achieve the great commission of ministering the gospel to the lost souls and also building them to the measure of the stature of Christ. So they have to go out there and go and minister the word now to the evangelist once the bible has said that go out into the world and preach the gospel to the evangelist it doesn't matter where you're supposed to go once the bible has said that go ye into the world it thinks that every territory every place every area i mean he can go anywhere anytime just to preach but the prophet you see the prophet may come up with a message that no, we have to go to this particular place or we have to go to that particular place. So let's say the evangelist may say that okay, we um we, we have to go to our office. No, let me use Accra because some of you may not know how she. <laughs> the the evangelist may say that, okay, let's go to Aushi and go and minister the word of God. Let's go and preach, let's go and do evangelism, win people for Christ. But the prophet may come up with a message that, no, God is not instructing us to go to Aushi. But then we are, sorry, Accra. But then we are supposed to go to Massa to go minister the word of God. That's where God is instructing us to go. So you see that there may be a battle between the prophets and the evangelists. To the evangelists, once Christ has said, go ye, then it is go ye. There is no boundaries whatsoever. But to the prophet, he believes that God guides. God is the one who's supposed to show us where to go and where not to go. So there may be a confusion. But then a teacher may come into the scene and resolve this issue. And how can he resolve this issue? Now he can. So now I'm 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 speaking as a teacher now. I'm now speaking as a teacher, okay. So the teacher can come up with an exposition like this yes it is true that Bible said according to Matthew chapter 28 I think the verse 20 or so that go ye therefore into the world preach the gospel baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit but then we also saw in the book of Acts I think Acts chapter 17 that one day Paul decided to go to Asia but then the Holy Ghost instructed him he instructed him not to go to Asia. So, you see that, yes, Bible has said, oh, Jesus told the disciples to go and preach everywhere. But then when Paul was embarking on a journey to go and preach in Asia, at a point, the Holy Ghost restricted him from going. An example can also be from the story of Philip. Now, the Bible said that Philip is an evangelist, okay, Bible called Philip as an evangelist. And a time came that Philip was ministering with a church in Caesarea. But then the Holy Ghost had to take him to meet an Ethiopian Enoch you know, to now go and preach to him the word of God. Someone who asked a question that so, are the people in Caesarea I mean important to also receive the word of God? So why then should God take Philip and send him to meet the Ethiopian Enoch? You know, To preach the gospel to him. So the teacher will now come in the scene and let the evangelist know that yes, we are supposed to go to everywhere, but then, in as much as we are supposed to preach everywhere, we should understand that it is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost who guides us as to where to go where not to go which time to go and how to go about it so you see that the teacher will come in the scene and he will clarify the whole thing hallelujah the teacher will come to the scene and he will clarify the whole thing Please, i believe you get a scenario great so the next one that i see the primary functions of a teacher The the next one I see is that according to Ephesians chapter 11 verse 12, affection for ministry, for edifying of the body of Christ. I'll touch on this thing as we move on. I'll touch on on this one as we move on. Ephesians chapter 11 verse 12, I'll touch it as we move on. And the foundation of the believer. Now the primary, the last function of a teacher that I want to touch on now is that the teaching ministry or the office of a teacher is responsible the foundation of the believer the foundation of the believer the office of a teacher is responsible for the very foundation of the believer now we can open our bibles to the book of luke chapter 4 the verse 15. Luke chapter 4 verse 15, let me just run through. Now the Bible has to understand, uh, after Jesus Christ has been tempted by the devil and he has overcome the devil, the Bible has to understand that he entered into the synagogues and he began to teach. He began to teach. He began to teach. He taught them. The very first thing Jesus Christ did in the temple was to teach. He he, he, He taught. He taught them in the synagogues he taught them in the synagogues so you see he was trying to establish a particular foundation he was trying to establish a particular foundation now let me give us a scenario of this whole thing about fivefold ministry okay let me give us another scenario let me give us another scenario let's because i have said foundation because i have said foundation i want to use a building project to clarify the five foods ministry and uh, and also understand the base of the teacher okay now the prophets also we are now considering a building project now the prophet will show the site where the building must be built the prophet we should see prophet directs mostly people tend to use the five fingers to show the different ministries, the 5 full ministries. The thumb being the apostle, the index finger being the, the prophet, the middle finger being the evangelist, the ring finger being the pastor, then the last one being the teacher. Okay, so the prophet directs. So the prophet will show the site for the building. And now the evangelist will go and buy the land. The evangelist will go and buy the land. The evangelists will go and buy the land, okay? Because they win souls, they bring the people. So let's say the evangelist bringing the people is a form of buying. So the evangelists will go and buy. And now, because they've identified the site and they've bought the site or they've bought the land, they will have to start a building project. They will have to start the building actually. They have to put up the structure and before you put up every structure there has to be a foundation they found there has to be a foundation hallelujah so the teachers establish the foundation the very basic principles they establish it that's why even when you read when you read the hebrews chapter 5 the verse 12 and the hebrews chapter 6 the verse 1 we saw that's the basic principles, the, 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 the foundations of the kingdom of God, the first principles, those are the foundations. And the Bible said that we have to be teachers of them, have to be teachers of them. So teachers come to establish the foundation of the building. So they dig deep and they establish the foundation. Hallelujah. Then the pastor supervise the building processes, even unto completion or perfection. So the the, the the teachers will build a foundation. And the teachers will also come up with all the architectural plan. They will come up with the plan. Okay, the teachers come up with the plan. They come up with the architectural and framework. And also build a foundation. And now the pastors will come and guide the building process. into perfection. You see? Then now, what of the apostles? The apostle single handedly handled the entire building process from the acquisition of the site to the completion of the building projects just by the power of the Holy Ghost. So the apostle can touch on all these things. The apostles can show the site. The apostle can buy it. The apostles can build the foundation and teach people alongside and guide people to go even unto perfection. And that was what they are doing in the books of Acts when they go they minister the word they stay with the people sometimes teaching them and guiding them so even when you read in the letters of paul even to timothy at a point he said that i am a teacher even unto the gentiles i am a teacher unto the gentiles paul said it so this is what they are, the apostle for him is able to touch on all these things and it is because the apostle is is, is blessed with the function to dominate territories and dominating territories takes time and today we are not touching on the apostolic uh, ministry just the teachers so this is a scenario okay the prophet shows the sides the evangelist buys the land the teachers they establish the foundation and come up with the architectural framework and the pastors now guide through the building processes and in the light of it the very next and um, function let me see the, is it the faith or the situation of a teacher is that they are also concerned in the building of the believer galatians chapter 4 the verse 2 galatians chapter 4 the verse 2 galatians chapter 4 the verse 2 he says that now let me read the verse 1 and 2 he said that now i say that the heir as long as he is a child deferred nothing from a servant though he be lord of all but it's under tutors governess. Is under tutors and governors unto the time appointed of the father, until the time appointed of the father, and to the time appointed of. The so we see that there are tutors. Now the tutors as used in Galatians chapter four the verse one to two, also means teachers. Now, but then in this particular verse, these tutors may not necessarily be teachers as in the office of a teacher no okay so these teachers, sorry these tutors may not necessarily be teachers as a ministerial call but teachers in the individual ministerial call let me take it again these tutors may not necessarily be teachers as a ministerial call I mean as office of a teacher they may not be necessarily possessing the office of a teacher but they are teachers in the individual ministerial core so here's what i'm trying to say we may have an evangelist an evangelist may have to train may have to build a younger evangelist and in the process of building the younger evangelist the evangelist now assumes a sense of a teacher he assumes a state sorry a state of a teacher to build the evangelist now this one it is mostly seen in the prof, in the office of a prophet that you see that prophets have sons of the prophet even in the bible we talk of we we we, we head of schools of prophets the school of the prophet we hear of school of the prophet sons of the prophet okay so the prophet now stands in the position to now train to now be a tutor to uprising prophets teaching them certain things guiding them please i believe we, we we get it so these tutors may not necessarily be occupying the office of a teacher no but then in the other individual ministerial call that is the apostle the prophet the evangelist the a senior apostle may now assume the position of a teacher to now teach a junior apostle how to walk. okay how to work as an, an apostle or how to work or minister as an apostle so i believe i believe we get it i believe we get it so these are these are some of the primary functions of a teacher and the last one just unveiled or to us that sometimes people occupying other ministerial positions may assume the state of a teacher to now bring a younger person called into the ministry they will now help the person grow in that particular office or that particular field i believe we get it good so let me let me let me touch on um what we are going to address the next steps we are going to address okay um, the next the next things we are going to um, address we are going to address one the different operations even in the office of a teacher then two we also address the rank of a teacher even in ministry then we also address what accompanies the teaching ministry and we will now know we also address the faith the faith of the teaching ministry. And I think that will be all. I think that will be all. So, and this one, it, it will not take us much time. It will take us a few minutes. And we are going to be a blessing. In fact, I want you to begin to speak in the language of the spirit in the next one minute. Wherever you are, begin to blessing in tongues in the name of Jesus. Ibala, Scavali, Arika Tushakande, Akinda Lapsando Kunde, Kabarias, Tingrindelebe Kazando Kurhadia, Pradia, 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 Pradi, Bradava Hazan Benimeka Pandosia. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want someone to bring on board First Corinthians chapter four. Sorry, First Corinthians chapter twelve from the verse four to the verse six we are now touching the different operations the different operations we are now coming to address the different operations of the teaching ministry and this is going to be practical this is going to be practical Hallelujah. Chapter 12. So, brother, first Corinthians chapter 12, the verse 4 to the verse 6. From the verse 12 to verse 6. Hallelujah. And it's. it's, Oh, our sister, our sister is leaving us. I pray that whatsoever thing you are going to do, may God help you, may God guide you, may you order your steps even unto perfection in the name of Jesus. May you receive wisdom from above and may you be. May you be exceptional amongst your contemporaries in the name of Jesus. May signs and wonders follow you wherever you are going. And I pray that may you be a champion in every course you are embarking on in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so First Corinthians chapter 12, the verse 4 to 6. He said, Now there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit and there are differences of administrations but the same lord and there are diversities of operations but it is the same god which worketh all in all so this particular verse is letting us understand that there may be different gifts. Different gifts, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, what have you, revelational giftings, power giftings, they are there, they may be there. But it is the same spirit that is working, and there are differences in administrations. And in in administration, I believe that it is talking about the offices, the offices, by reason of the administrations, it's talking about the offices. So meaning, let's say the 5 ministry that's what i want to liken the administrations to so we have gifts we have administrations and now i'm linking the administrations to the offices and now he says that there are different operations different operations you see it was arranged chronologically and i believe that there was a reason for that now as for spiritual gifts everyone can have a spiritual gift in fact by reason of the holy ghost being the seal of our salvation we are we are loaded with spiritual giftings and to take the guidance of the holy ghost to bring them out and i pray that anyone with any form of spiritual gift that the person is desiring to walk in may it gush out from your bellies in the name of jesus and may you begin to walk in the light of that spiritual gift in jesus mighty name but the bible also said that there are different administrations so by the difference administration it's talking about the prophet the apostle the pastor the teacher okay then now it comes on to say that there are different operations now here is it so there may be so many teachers but these teachers will operate differently There may be so many Apostles, but these Apostles will operate differently. There may be so many Evangelists, but these Evangelists will operate differently. So the fact that you don't see a particular teacher operating as a teacher you have seen before, does not mean that that person is not a teacher. That person is equally a teacher, just that he or she is operating differently but then it is the same spirit that is working all in all there are teachers who teach the word of god by illustration there are teachers who teach the word of god by just speaking there are teachers who teach the word of god by writing they can they write and write and write and write and write and write different operations but the same ministry so you see it is it is important that we know some of these things so that we don't tend to try to work in the operations of someone else otherwise we may struggle so there are people who are struggling to teach though they are called in the office of a teacher but because they've seen teachers operate in a particular way they also equally want to operate in a similar manner you will struggle you have to you have to know your operation you have to know how God wants to use you in order to accomplish your ministry, in order to fulfill your ministry as a teacher. The operations are different. They are different. Hallelujah. So that's what I want, I want to establish. And I believe we understand it. That there are different operations of the ministry of a teacher good now let's go to the rank of the teacher rank of the teacher in the affairs of the principles of god the rank of a teacher in the affairs of the principles of god and i read first corinthians i read first corinthians chapter 12 the verse 28 first corinthians chapter 12 verse 28 and I pray for everyone that may you know your particular operation in the ministry you have been called into in the name of the Lord Jesus. And now, the offices and the ministries, they are plenty. They are not just the five-fold ministry, they are plenty. Okay? I believe that people have the ministry or the office as ushers, the office as um, um, choristers, I mean, singers. The offices, I believe there are so many. And in as much as we occupy our different offices, it's my prayer that we will know our operations as well. It's expedient that we know our operations. We know how we can handle things well. And I pray that may God help us with illumination as to how to go about our ministries and operate we'll them even in accordance to his will in the name of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 12, the verse 28. First Corinthians 12, 28. Bible said, and God has set some in the church first. Look at it all. Just look at it. And God has set some in the church. First, apostles. Secondly, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles. Then, gifts of healing, help, government, diversities of tongues. But look at the ranking. First, apostles. Secondly, prophet thirdly teaches now this particular verse most people have misunderstood it, in the sense that they believe that by reason of reusing the this adverb or adjective we're <laughs> using the firstly the secondly and the thirdly then it means that God places priority in one office compared to the other no no this is not an order of sign- of significance nor pl- I- priority sorry I God punish the devil <laughs> this is not an order of significance nor priority but a process for establishment of the principles of God. Now listen, the fact that Bible used firstly apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly um, teachers, it doesn't in any way mean that God places more priority in the apostles first, more priority then after the apostles, then the prophets, then now the teachers. You see, this has been misunderstood by people in the sense that now people tend to value the apostolic ministry more. And after that, they come to the prophetic, the the office of the prophet, before they even consider the teacher, then the evangelist, then the pastor. Some don't even recognize the other ministries at all. Now, the Bible says that by we comparing ourselves to ourselves, we are not wise. So this particular verse is not in any sense creating a scene of comparison or placing significance or priority on one ministry compared to the other no 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 that's not it yes it it is an order okay it's just revealing the processes that comes in play with the establishment of the principles of god even in a church so meaning before a church can dominate a particular territory the apostle must come into the scene with that grace to dominate that territory and by reason of the prophetic they are directed as to how to go about the dominance of that territory then now the teacher begins to build the foundations maybe you may ask that why didn't the bible mention the pastor and the evangelist now i said that the Apostle is able to touch on all these ministries. The Apostle is considered as the thumb, and with the thumb, you can touch the index finger, the forefinger, the, the, the ring finger, and the small finger, just with the thumb. So the fact that the Bible didn't state the the, the the pastors and the evangelists doesn't mean that they don't also come to the scene in the process of establishing the principle of God in the church no no the apostle is able to touch on evangel, the pastoria so if the Bible used firstly apostle it all goes down to this to the same thing of donating a particular territory then secondly the prophet what does the prophet do the prophet comes to now show to now teach how to go about things now establishing the wisdom and the mind of God even at those territories that has been dominated then now the teacher comes in to build the very foundations so you see that these things the, 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 the use of the firstly, secondly and the thirdly is not to compare them no, but it's to establish the processes that comes into the scene in the quest of establishing the principles of God even in a church please I believe we it. Hallelujah so that is it. It's not in any way compared. compare. It's not in it any way to compare. God places value on every ministry. Aside the fivefold ministry, any other ministry you find yourself in, God equally places priority on it because we are one body, hallelujah. We are one body and every ministry is important in the sight of God. And that of the teachers is also important so the rank of a teacher is not supposed to be considered as deadly no no we are all equal God places value on all ministries hallelujah hallelujah so let's go to the last but one what accompanies the ministry of a teacher What accompanies the ministry of a teacher now the very first one i saw is miracles hallelujah miracles and when you read john chapter three the verse two john chapter three verse two what accompanies the john chapter three the verse two now john chapter three the verse two i would say that the same came to jesus by night and said unto him rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from god for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except god be with him i think this scripture was talking about um is it is it nicodemus when you i think he was talking about nicodemus also I don't have my, I'm, I'm at the office and I don't have my Bible with me. That's why um, I'm trying to come up with some of the scriptures and stuff. So I believe he was talking about Nicodemus. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. Thank you very much. He was talking about Nicodemus. And now Nicodemus came to Jesus. Nicodemus. Nicodemus came to Jesus. Nicodemus. he came to present his case to jesus he said the rabbi the rabbi there means teacher okay it means a teacher see we know that thou art a teacher come from god for no man can do these miracles no man can do these miracles so jesus was a teacher and his teaching ministry was burdened with miracles now now listen now listen no one person can occupy the office of this fivefold ministry. No, no one person came. It is only Jesus Christ who occupied all this fivefold ministry as a goal. Yes, it is only Jesus Christ who occupied all these fivefold ministry as a goal. So we can see Jesus as an apostle. We can see him as a teacher. We can see him as an evangelist. We can see him as a pastor. We can see him as a prophet. He was the only person to occupy the fivefold ministry. Hallelujah. And Nicodemus was saying that, oh, as a teacher, he saw that when he teaches, after that, miracles were backing everything he does. And even in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the verse 28, we saw that after they gave their classifications, first, the classifications, firstly, apostles, secondly, the prophet, thirdly, teachers, he said, after that, miracles, gift of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. See any spiritual gift okay any spiritual gift is available to be utilized by anyone occupying any office of the ministry any spiritual gift is available for anyone in any office of the fivefold ministry to utilize in order to bring glorification unto god in order to perfect the saints, in order to edify the church, even for the work the ministry. Hallelujah. So the spiritual gifts we see, we hear, we talk about, they are all available for anyone who will convert for it. Paul said, "That convert spiritual things. Convert spiritual, crave for them. So if you are an apostle, you see that, so there are apostles who work prophetically. There are prophetic apostles. There are prophetic evangelists. There are apostles who are who teach more. You see? There are apostles who teach more. There are apostles who work more miracles. There are you see, so it's 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 different. It's so many ways. There are teachers. There are teachers who work miracles. There are teachers who who work prophetically. They teach prophetically. You see, there are teachers who evangelizes. Who evangelizes there are pastors who teach so it's it's the the giftings are available for anyone in any office or anyone occupying the offices of the different ministries okay so anything you want any spiritual gift you want to walk in i pray for you in the name of the lord jesus that even as we are on the quest of fulfilling your ministry may you convert those spiritual gifts and may they come alive in you in the name of jesus may the gift of the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom be revealed unto you may it be alive in you in the name of jesus may that of working of miracles healings interpretation of tongues speaking in diverse languages tongues i pray that may it be your portion in the name of the lord jesus may your eyes be opened, in the name of the lord jesus be your understanding even concerning the things of god be 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 enlightened in the mind's name of the lord jesus i pray for anyone whose any item is missing and it's about to cause a problem wherever the person finds himself i pray in the name of jesus that may the issue be settled before the day ends in Jesus' mighty name. May anything you've lost be found in the name of Jesus. May it be found in the name of Jesus. I see something missing in a household. And it's, it, it, it's going to cause a whole lot of issues, a lot of problems. But may it be corrected in the name of Jesus. May it be corrected in the name of Jesus. And may you find that thing which is missing. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now let's 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 go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. So we touched on the things that accompanies the ministry of a teacher. Any other spiritual gift can accompany the ministry. It can accompany the ministry. But more, we see miracles, we see wonders, signs, what are you. It accompanies them. Hallelujah. Now, the last one, the last one you want to tackle is the fate of the teaching ministry. And you are going to be wild. You are going to be wild by what you are about to hear. Trust me. You are going to be wild. You are going to be wild. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe we've learned something today and we are still learning the fate of the teaching ministry hmm. the faith not fatal fit f-a-t-e, F-A-T-E. Uh-huh. the faith of the teaching ministry or where the teaching ministry is heading towards where we are going with the teaching ministry what is going to be the end of the teaching ministries how far are we going to see the manifestation of the teaching ministry hallelujah hey someone is going to be wow. now listen amongst all the ministries the fivefold ministry to be specific the one that will try yeah, the one that will try even after the end of days or even in eternity is going to be the teaching ministry hallelujah it's going to be the teaching ministry you remember that initially i said to us that I said to us initially that the ministry of a teacher exposes or reveals the in-depth wisdom and knowledge of God, governing his principles or statuses in the affairs of humanity and even at eternity, and even at eternity. That was an explanation I gave initially. Okay good not eternity that's what we are going to address now let's open to ephesians chapter 4 the verse 11 to 13. ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 13. ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 13. the teaching ministry is the only ministry that will continue to function even in heaven <laughs> oh my god Thank you, Spirit of God. When you read the verse 12, the Bible said that for the perfecting, okay, so the verse 12 is here, but we will read the verse 18. We will read the verse 18 as well. We will read the verse 18 as well. So he said, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers then it went on further to say in the verse 12 that for the perfecting of the sins for the ministry for the ministry and for the edification or for the edifying of the church then in the first verse 13 it says so <laughs> we all come to the unity of the faith so when you use the king james version he said so okay we have here until we all reach unity in the faith so we all come to the unity of the faith so the word so my emphasis is on the word so so we all come to the unity of the faith so meaning these ministries are supposed to continue until we all come to the unity of the faith now initially we have said that the the establishment of denominations is by reason of errors doctrinal errors i hope you get it it was by reason of doctrinal errors that we have the establishment of certain denominations notwithstanding these denominations believe in the death and the resurrection of christ they believe that is the very son of god who came to die for humanity that is the basic that is the principle by reason of that understanding they receive salvation as they receiving lord jesus as their lord and savior they are saved hallelujah but then they have certain understandings there are certain teachings certain doctrines in their minds that have to be addressed and now the bible is saying that the offices of the apostles blah 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 the teachers they are in for the perfection of the saints, for the ministry and for the education of the church. Do we all come to the unity of the faith? My question is, when are we all going to come to the unity of the faith? Having an understanding that there are so many doctrinal errors, sorry, errors, eh? (laughs) Having the understanding that there are so many doctrinal errors, when are we going to come to the unity of the faith? That is the question when are we going to come to the unity of the faith knowing that there are so many doctrinal errors, hey i repeated errors (laughs) may god have mercy (laughs) having the understanding that there are so many doctrinal errors when are we all going to come to the unity of the faith when the question is when When are we all going to come to the unity of the faith? And now, see, 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 in light of this question, let me address something. So, the apostles, we know that the apostles, they come to dominate territory. But if we vacate this earth and we go and meet in eternity, which territory is the apostle? Going to dominate again. Which territory is he going to dominate again? Dominate territories mostly functions in the affairs of this earth. The apostles are going to dominate heaven. <laughs> he's not going to dominate the realm where we have light, where we are going to dwell. No, he's not going to dominate that place. There is a ruler over there already. Now, evangelists which lost soul is he going to save over there no no lost soul is even going to get there so what is going to be the office of the evangelist like you are not going to save anyone there no once we vacate the earth the gospel of salvation is terminated no one in heaven let me use heaven okay let me use heaven. no the evangelist is not going to preach to anyone in heaven again no the pastor now, we are, we, are, we are going on to a measure of the stature of Christ. Okay, so uh, we are going to, Bible says that when we see Christ, we shall be like him. We shall, be, we shall see Christ. It's not going to be our tutor. It's not going to be our guidance. Hallelujah. So the office of the pastor is not necessarily going to be needed over the, the prophet. What are you going to see again? What mind of God are you going to speak again? Because now we are, we are living with him so we are going to hear him clearly as we should have heard him here on earth but because of circumstances we weren't able to hear him that much but when we are transformed living onto the image of christ now we can hear him clearly so we wouldn't need a prophet to come and speak to us hallelujah but then the office of a teacher the scripture is saying that, so we all come to the unity of the faith. So even up there, in remember, remember, remember that when we are transformed, okay, or when we get to heaven, we are not just going there with our spirit alone. No, we are going there with our souls. We are going there with our souls. Now, our spiritual being is, is a formula that, includes or involves our spirit and our soul now by reason of this our spiritual being as christians we are going to enter into heaven let me use it as such we are going to enter into heaven and the soul of mind of man is where we see the function of the mind so yes people are saved in their spirit but their minds are preoccupied with so many errors with so many errors, so even in heaven, the ministry of the teacher is going to be important, in the sense that we all have to come to the unity of the faith, even unto the knowledge of the st- of a measure of the stature of Christ, unto a perfect man. Oh Jesus, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So you see certain errors in the minds of people would have to be corrupt sorry would have to be corrected for us to come to the unity of the faith for us to have a perfect image of the body of christ certain errors will have to be corrected yes people are saved yes they have inherited heaven but until those errors are corrected we may not see the fullness of the stature of christ and so the office of a teacher will be needed over there hallelujah and i have said the office of a teacher will be needed over there and remember that i said that the office of a teacher is predominantly dominated by the holy ghost hallelujah oh hallelujah is predominantly occupied or dominated by the holy ghost so there is going to be teaching even in heaven the ministry of teaching is going to be in heaven but it may not necessarily be these earthly teachers we have here but it will be the office now the holy ghost will now fully occupy that office and now teach people and i believe that he will also endorse certain men give them the grace to as well teach even up there in heaven hallelujah let me tell you a story that i heard from apostle george referred Atta. let me tell you a story i heard from apostle george referred at he said a story about a young girl who by reason of his personal fellowship with god he was taught so many things by the spirit of god in a book he was taught in a book so like i mean as the spirit of god used to teach her she would just paint everything down a young girl about 13 years old then now another person was taken up to heaven and the person saw that a certain book was being used to teach certain people even in heaven people were being taught in heaven and there was a book the person saw the book and what was written in the book that was being used to teach the people then god gave the lady a message that even as she returns to earth she should give a message to the young girl that god is god needs her to come to heaven to come and teach that which he, God, has taught her here on earth. I don't know if you get the picture. God sent this fellow who was taken up to heaven, that when you go, go and tell this lady that she is needed in heaven to come and teach that which I have taught her here on earth. And so the lady just came back and the holy ghost directed her to where the, the little child was when she went there the child was there but then she discovered that the book the child had a book and everything that was written in that book everything that was written in that book was what she saw when she was taken up in heaven wow everything now the child was dead and gone and now this lady will know why the child died prematurely people will be crying and seeing all sorts of things but the child was needed in heaven to go and teach something that the holy spirit has taught her here on earth so amazing this our god he has a sense of humor he has a sense of humor so the child went there and i believe so now he's still teaching even in heaven hallelujah so the office of a teacher is still going to function up there in heaven and i believe that it will now be fully occupied by the holy ghost and the holy ghost in in the wisdom of god is as well going to employ people filling them with the necessary spirit and illumination and light in order to let the body of christ come into fullness for us to come to the unity of the faith hallelujah so the 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 office the office of teacher is still going to continue up there in heaven so you see don't be bothered so much about people who are fighting about doctrines people who are saying a whole lot of things when you don't wear earrings you go to heaven when you don't then 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 oh come on there are so many doctrines before you enter into the house of god you have to remove your sandals you have to do this you have to do that blah, blah 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 those are doctrinal errors but when we get to heaven you see people sometimes people see god to be some mystical thing. they see him to be some some strange entity be but to surprise you and it is because their minds they, they have some sort of um and um, um, mistakes by reason of our thoughts towards the things of the kingdom of god and i believe that when we are all captured in glory and we are all taken up in heaven and we put up the glorified body now nothing is going to restrict that which we will be learning in heaven and together we shall easily assimilate that which we are supposed to know and we shall know and we shall now grow to the fullness of the teacher of christ hallelujah Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. The teaching ministry is still going to continue. Now, even the Bible said the Bible said in Ephesians chapter 25, the verse 20, 20, okay, Ephesians chapter 5, the verse 25 to 27. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 to 27. He said, husbands, love the wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorified church, not having spots or wrinkles, or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish jesus jesus christ is going to present unto himself a glorious church not having spots or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish and how is he going to do this he is going to do this by the washing of water by the word. By the word. The washing of the water by the word. The washing of the water by the word. So you see in heaven in heaven according to the little account from the word of God and from other holy ghost filled teachers in the faith I understand that even in heaven there is going to be um, a party okay there is going to be a feast yes there is going to be a feast whereby jesus is going to present the church even unto the father the church is like the wife that married to christ so at the feast what we are going to do is that what jesus is going to do is he's going to present his church unto the father and we are the church we are the body so he is going to present us unto him and now look at the church So many errors. So many doctrinal errors. So many errors with teachings. So many errors with the understanding of the workings of the Spirit of God. So many errors concerning accepting the image of the Father. So many errors concerning the relationship with Christ and even the church. So many errors. So many errors. errors. But the Bible is saying that he is to present the church spotless, blameless, without any iota of wrinkle, And he's going to do that by reason of washing of the water by the word of God. So meaning even in heaven, by reason of the minds of people having some erroneous doctrines and teachings, there is going to be the necessity that they be washed. There is going to be a necessity that the minds of men be washed even in heaven. There is going to be that necessity because Jesus will want to present the church even to the Father, Without any spot, without any wrinkle, and blemish as well. So he's going to do that by raising of the word. By raising of the word. Bible said that heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God stands forever. And the application of the word of God to wash the minds of men, correcting any form of error is where we see the ministry. the teacher it's where we see the office of a teacher it's where we see the work of a teacher the teaching ministry so this ministry is even going to continue in heaven until we all come to the unity of the faith hallelujah until we all come to the unity of the faith i believe you have been blessed this very evening and i believe this two hours journey hasn't been easy at all and at least you've learned something and at least you've learned something may God richly bless you may God uphold you with his right hand of power may God let the eyes of your understanding be enlightened it's my prayer that even as we go about in the discovery of our ministry we are going to accept even the major ministry of the Holy Ghost that in everything we do everything we say everywhere we go we shall be guided by the ministry of the holy ghost by reason of him being the teacher predominantly taking post in order to teach us how we are supposed to go about our ministry and how we are supposed to bring it even unto fulfillment in the name of the lord jesus may god richly bless you once again may he empower you may he strengthen you may the eyes of our understanding continue to be enlightened in the mighty name of the lord jesus may god richly bless you